Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Time now for the College Football Inquirer with Dan Wetzel. We have a lot of funny listeners. Yeah, we do. Pete Pat argues with himself, and every time he argues with himself, he goes against the common sense and logic he presents in his argument and then loses the pick. With SI's Pat Forty. Hey, well, let me was... just put a couple of fact, che- a couple oh, wait, fact wait. checks in here. Here's Pat, Pete, and Dan. All right, welcome to the pod. Time for the race for the case. It's heating up. Sully had a big week last week, four and two. Everyone else went two and four. He's within five games of Pete. Uh Uh-oh. We're coming. Come on now. Footsteps. Footsteps. We're coming. (laughs) I'm in a slump. I'm not going to lie. Due to break out. All right. Well, let's do it. Two 500 weeks, and I went two and four last week because of the worst beat of the season. The Boise State bad beat. Like, yeah, that was Cassie. bad. Even Pat that felt bad for bad. me. It, Pat, in our last podcast, threatened to homicide a reporter who doesn't know because he asked a bad question at a press conference. So getting empathy while competing with Pat Forty is not an easy thing to do. So, yes. yes. Think think about your questions before you, yes. before you say them. <laughs> Pat is in the room. Just, just don't do that, whatever that was. Please. <laughs> Michigan State. At Ohio State, noon on ABC. Boy, Vegas loves those Buckeyes. Giving 18 and a half, the over-under 66.5. 80% of the bets, but just 60% of the money. It's on Ohio State. Pat. Man, you had to go to me first. Um, this is a tough one. I, I mean, I really do think Ohio State's going to win. I think they're demonstrably the better team. I like the pluck of the Spartans. I really do. I mean, they they are a tough team. They've just they've got to not get strafed in the secondary. And they've got to have Kenneth Walker run the ball 30 times or more for 150 and try to control the clock, shrink the game. Peyton Thorne step up, play well, which he's capable of. Jaden Reed makes some plays. Naylor makes some plays uh, in the receiving end there. Get some pressure on Stroud. Try to make him uncomfortable. I'm going to take the Spartans to cover and hope this goes better than last week when I took the Boilermakers to cover and they really never came close. One of my favorite things is Pat argues with himself, and every time he argues with himself, he goes against the common sense and logic he presents in his argument and then loses the pick. 
It's like every time. I I wish I was smart enough to have made the genesis of the Pat Tap joke be Pat arguing with himself and then taking the wrong team. <laughs> yeah, but I actually yeah. just took it because Pat was really bad for a stretch one season. I just took it because it's the opposite of his picks. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm going to listen to I the don't reason. Think Michigan State is a ridiculous pick here, Peter. Do you? I don't either. But you just like we're like. Well, they got to do this, and they're not really. They're going to get beat in the secondary, and you just like we're trying to convince yourself. And I would, I'm going to take Ohio State mostly because I've listened to the logic of Pat's argument and not the result of Pat's argument. And uh, <laughs> Ohio State has, I think, the 12th or 13th ranked rush defense. I don't trust Michigan State's pass offense. I certainly don't trust Michigan State's pass defense, and. Most importantly, what I learned watching the remnants of Ohio State Purdue is that Ryan Day does not take his foot off the gas in the fourth quarter of a game. He was not going to let those Boilermakers do a backdoor cover. CJ Stroud was out there with like six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I could practically hear Mrs. Stroud yelling, what are you doing? Or just, I was like, oh, they're going to have to try it out the second. Nope, nope. So all signs, including tap. Point to the Buckeyes are rolling. That's right, Pete. Ohio State's about, about to pass for a thousand yards in this game. Only stat you need to know is Michigan State's 130th in the FBS in pass defense. Not good when you have five stars streaking all over the field against the Buckeyes. Lay the points. Hasn't Michigan State given up more first downs than any team in the country? It, did, yeah. Did I see that it's stat? It's the worst pass yeah. defense since like UConn in 2017. It's not good. Love you, Spartans. But, uh, yeah, I watched Cade McNamara torch you with that. Uh, they cannot throw the ball at Michigan, and they torched Michigan State. Yeah, I'm taking Ohio State in this one. I don't, the dream season ends here. Look, you won nine games already. You beat Michigan. You got our attorney general trashed in your parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Call it a win-win and move on. Buckeyes are going to roll. I right, was, hey, what, let I me was, just put a couple of fact, a couple oh, wait, fact wait. checks in here. Wait, couple wait. fact checks for the boys. Get, here. Let him. He may get homicidal and try to kill us or something. <laughs> no, but let's fact check this, okay? Sully, last in passing yards allowed, 56th in efficiency, which to me matters more, okay? Oh, he's going advanced stats. Uh, Mr. Big Brains. Uh, Pete, you don't trust the Michigan State passing attack. Second in the Big Ten passing efficiency. That's that's doesn't mean anything in the Big Ten. They all run the ball. Well, I know. I mean, f okay. Well, then neither does Ohio State ranking first in pass efficiency. I guess that doesn't matter either. <laughs> They're playing them. Okay. I'm just saying. Let's. I mean, I'm not saying Michigan State's going to win, but picking them to cover a pretty large spread doesn't seem that outrageous to me. All right, Pat. Carry Pat's on. A little, Pat's a little triggered. Pat's a little triggered. Iowa State at at Oklahoma. This was supposed to be a really big game, and then Iowa State did uh, Iowa State things. Noon on Fox. Oklahoma's given four over under 61. Half the bets, 80% of the money on the Cyclones. No faith in the Sooners. So Oklahoma bounced back after the debacle in Waco. Pete. Boy, do I like not really like either of these teams right now. You know what I mean? Like they're just both sort of flat and uninspiring. And I watched so much of Oklahoma looking flat and uninspiring at Baylor on uh, on Saturday. It's in, in Iowa State has played Oklahoma so well in previous years that my inclination is to take the Cyclones because they're getting a few points. And at the very least, I just don't see this Oklahoma team being able to slow anyone down enough to blow them out. They'll certainly be able to score, but I don't think they'll be able to stop anyone. So I'm going to take the Cyclones with the points, hoping 
they can bring some of that fresh Ames tap with them for the sideline because we know about the Norman tap. The good side on the clones, they sack the QB a good bit. They average almost three sacks a game. The bad, great stat from Ryan Chapman, who's, who covers the, the Sooners. Iowa State has been outscored 69 to 44 across the first half in their losses this year. So they, they, they need to start pretty fast against the Sooners. And I think they will. I think they'll, they'll avoid a Red River-like route and be able to slow down the Sooners coming out the gates. OU's defense still sucks. Give me Matt Campbell's crew. Yeah, I, I hate both teams, frankly. But uh, <laughs> since I, de- I deviated from hating Oklahoma and picked them last week, I'm not doing that again. I will pick Iowa State and take the points, even though they've had a bad season. But I'm taking the points. Brees Hall, run the ball. Brock Purdy, do not give the ball to the other team. Will McDonald, get after the quarterback and see if Oklahoma's quarterbacks look as bad as they did last week. So, Pat, what if you had to cover this game sitting next to the reporter from Horns Illustrated who asked that question? Like, would that what would that do to your triangle of hatred? That's I would call in sick. I, I couldn't, I couldn't quite fathom that combination. I'd call in sick. Iowa State gives the ball away too much. However, I don't care. I will take the Cyclones at home. I think they got a little hard in them. It really should have beat Texas Tech. It was a long field goal. Uh, they are scoring some points lately. I would take Iowa State, and then I would try to parlay it with a prop bet. Do we see Spencer Rattler on Saturday? Because if he takes a snap that, as a sign of it all coming off, and you could hit a, hit a big parlay. Get a prop bet on that. Spencer Rattler takes a snap. Like Go it. Cyclones. Go like Cyclones. Go with the prop there. All right. Arkansas. Ranked again, fighting Sam Pittman's at Alabama, 3.30 on CBS. Alabama has been shaky, as we know. The uh, Razorbacks have been stout. Bama, though, given 20.5, over under 56.5. To half the bet, 70% of the money on the tide. Sully? Yeah, Arkansas put up a measly 16 points in Death Valley last week, and that's not going to do it on the road at Alabama. Bryce Young and company hitting their stride. Williams, Ohio State transfer. They're they're really getting a good groove there down in down in T-Town. Bama by three touchdowns. Uh, I'm with you, Sully. I'm, I'm taking Bama to cover there. I, I This is the point of the season where I think, especially in the SEC, you just start piling up bruised bodies, and when you are coming off New Mexico State, as Alabama is, you're significantly less bruised than the team that played LSU. So I, I'm going to take a fresh, very motivated Alabama team that can see its way to Atlanta here. You win the next two. You're still right in the thick of the playoff hunt. You're going to Atlanta to play for the SEC championship. They got a lot to play for. Saban's team will be ready. I don't have a lot of conviction here. I do think I'm just going to take Alabama Alabama hasn't beaten a ton of teams by 20 this year, especially in uh, especially in league play. Can't sit there and envision a scenario where I'll be happy that I picked Arkansas at halftime of this game. There's just, you know, Arkansas has great rushing offense. They should be able to slow down the game. Their their rushing defense is not particularly good, which is uh, which which is surprising. And uh, yeah, I just have to I just sort of have that like faith that when, when you are uncertain, take the certain. And I'm uncertain, so I'm going to take Nick Saban's team. I'm going to take the certain too. If this game was in uh, in Fayetteville, I would I would really consider taking Arkansas because I think Alabama struggles a little on the road. Other than the uh, Mississippi State game, it, it, to Pat's point, you get the you're coming off New Mexico State's glorified by this time of year. Everyone is banged up, and Alabama just has so much depth. 
they go to their second string and the, the athletes they can trot out there are just too much for, for Arkansas. So I think style points are going to matter. I think they're going to put the, this is about, this is about the stretch run and this is about having the, the tide uh, full throttle also goes to my basic thing. Don't bet against Alabama, right? So I'm not betting against Alabama on this as much as a lone wolf would make some sense to try to catch up. All right. Southern Methodist at Cincinnati, 3.30 on ESPN. Big game in the American. Cincinnati is giving 11.5. The over-under, 64.5. 70% of the bets, 80% of the money are on the Bearcats who are trying to keep their chances alive at the playoff. I'm jaded by the most recent meeting of these two teams where Cincinnati went into Dallas last year and just ragdolled SMU. I think the final was 42 to 13 for as I want to say Cincinnati has been uneven. Like they just haven't been blowing teams out per se. They looked good against South Florida the other night. They maybe haven't met some people's expectations. Uh, I really feel like this matchup because Cincinnati's secondary is so good really does favor them in, in, a, in a lot of ways. They're, they're going to be able to go press up against all the SMU receivers. And uh, I, really, I really think the Bearcats are best positioned to play a team like SMU. And I think they're able to roll here. Yeah, I'm 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 taking Cincinnati here as well. I just I think that uh, certainly you know huge motivation. They know they haven't played to a really high level. They haven't played a full game for the last several. Uh, they have they've been disappointing at the line of scrimmage, both sides, frankly. And SMU ran the ball very well against UCF, but this is a different animal here. So I think that they shut down the run, and as Pete said, they do have the guys that can cover. Uh, they can get after the quarterback. Uh, I think Ritter is ready to to have a big game, and uh, he's got some great guys to throw to. Alec Pierce just wins one-on-one matchups. Uh, tight end Just Wild is very good. So I think the, the Bearcats know this is a big spot, going to be ready, and they will win and cover. Yep, Cincinnati's defense loves the forced turnovers, fifth in the nation on, on that stat. On the flip side, Tanner Mordecai loves to throw the ball to the other team for the Ponies. SMU's defense plays with a little bend but don't break. That might work against most of the conference, not against the big dogs. Plus, Cincinnati turned the ball over three times and still won by 17 last week, so Bearcats big. I, I want to keep. I want to pick against you guys because this isn't helping me any, but uh, whatever. Cincinnati it is. I, I, I don't know. I just don't see how you can make that argument right now. It's not a huge number. Cincinnati, I think they'll be focused. I think they'll pull away late. The style point is they're going to keep pushing to try to score late. Bearcats just a really good team, so we will see. I'll take uh, UC. All right. For investors in that in game, a- real quick, Jerome Ford, Cincinnati's running back, missed the USF game. It's an ankle. You may want to wait to see what his status is before, uh, before putting an investment in that game. Also, Cincinnati's very good safety. Brian Cook has been dogged a little bit by injuries too. He's a good player. So just be aware. All right. I did I did I did get I did get that Tulsa bet a couple weeks ago. I just eleven and a half is not enough on this for me. Oregon at Utah, 7:30 on ABC. Really good uh night game for us. Uh huge test for the Ducks. Uh, Utah is giving three over under 58 and a half. That's how much respect there is for Utah and Vegas. Ducks are number three in the country, and they're the they're the they're the underdogs. Just thirty percent of the bets at at BetMGM, but eighty percent of the money is on Utah. I mean, the people of Utah are just tossing cash down. <laughs> money is flying around Salt Lake on this. 
Good Lord, people. How does that work? I don't even know how that happened. Somebody bet like $10 billion on the, like on the Utes? That Sundance magnate uh, unbuckled unbuckled on the Utes, clearly. Some, yeah, he's like uh, the Park City mattress yeah. guy, like the Houston guy, <laughs> mattress Mac. I don't know. Pat, who's going to win the game and with the points and make a pick? Ugh. That was riveting. Thank you. Yeah. Pete, <laughs> Sully, you go. Quality content here on the pod. Jeez Louise. We're falling apart. We're falling Deep apart. Deep size. Both teams in clinch a spot in the title game with the win. The Ducks have won three of the last four meetings in the series, including a 37-15 victory in the last title game. Both teams are awful against the spread, four and six so far this season. For for people that want to invest in this game, Ute suffered some key injuries last week on the offensive and defensive lines. Not good when you're going up against Kayvon Thibodeau and company. Quack, quack. Give me the points. Fine. I'm ready to go. I'm, you know, you guys <laughs> rushing me here, making me go first on these hard ones. I'm taking Utah just because I think most of you guys are going to take the Ducks and I need to catch up. So I'm taking Utah based on that. And they are playing well. And I just think Oregon has played a, a stressful schedule that at some point in time catches up with them. So on the road in some real atmosphere against a physically tough team, I will say Utah pulls the upset. I love the strategy of Pat. He wants to know what we all pick, but rather than just waiting, he just jumps in there. Well, you're, you're rushing me. I feel like I need to go. All right, Pete. I'm, I'm taking Utah. I hate to spoil Pat's uh, strategy. I was going to take Utah all along, but uh, I feel like this is going to be a close game. I feel like Utah is going to negate anything on the line of scrimmage. I like Tavion Thomas running on the Ducks, and I feel like Kyle Whittingham is a smart enough coach to be able to chip and negate Thibodeau and not let him wreck the game like he has in some other games. So I'm going to uh, take the Utes, storm in the field in Salt Lake City. Oregon is getting points. I'm taking them. That was it. If I, I was a little surprised at that. I'll take field goals a push. I'm going to take Oregon. I do think Utah can win this football game, though. And I may regret this thing uh, as the game goes on. All right. Who's got a lock of the week? Anyone done any prep work? I got one. Oh, you, okay. You you seem confused every time I asked about the obvious ones. Yeah, well, I know. Lock. Look, those were the tough ones. Um, All right. No, go ahead. My lock. Look, I'm I'm just very surprised at this line, and we discussed this earlier in this week. I, I am treading into trespassing on Sully's beanpot territory here, but I am taking Missouri getting eight and a half against a Florida team that has. Sucked raw eggs for weeks. Uh, I just, I mean, you're going to give me over a touchdown on the with the Gators on the road. Missouri's not great by any stretch, but I, Missouri should be able to move the ball and score because Samford could. So if Samford could, I'm pretty sure Eliah Drinkwitz can come up with some ways to score. Tyler Beatty, senior day, hell of a career at running back for the Tigers. Going to go big on the Gators. And we'll see what Dan Mullen's status is after this one. Unfortunately, the only the only drawback here is you're thinking. Oh, well, here we go. Uh, you're thinking <laughs> late November. <laughs> late November weather in Columbia could be pretty uh, bad, but apparently it's going to be like mid fifties. So my hope for a thirty-eight degree sleet is not happening. How do you suck a raw egg? It's like the outside, like the uncracked egg. You just suck on egg, that. I think you got to make a little hole in it. Oh, you're like, suck the egg out of the egg. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard that one. All right, Sully, how about you? You got a pick? You're always ready. Yeah, absolutely. Keeping it with the bean pot. Auburn is laying only a touchdown 
against lowly South Carolina, who, as we know, sucks. Mizzou tried to give them the game last week. They couldn't take advantage of it. Auburn won't be so kind. Go Tigers and Bo Nix. So Auburn 17th? They're not 18th, huh? (laughs) What do I know? They'll be back then. They're going to win. They're going to win then. All right, Pete, you got a lock of the week? I do. I do. I was toggling between taking Michigan at Maryland or the chipper, Chip Kelly at USC. And uh, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to roll with Chip. UCLA is a three point favorite in the Coliseum. There will be about 10 people in the Coliseum. And USC has shown some mighty fine quit. I am. This game means a lot to UCLA. They have a ground and pound style that like steady as she goes. They struggled a little in the first half against Colorado. No problem. Beat them 34 nothing in the second half. And I have a feeling they will just pound the Trojans into submission, give the Bruins their seventh win. There's a lot to play for at UCLA, and the Trojans have not shown a lot of fight. No, that's a good one. Not a bad pick right there. I'll tell you one that interests me I'm not going to pick, which is usually the one I always get right, is Wisconsin giving nine, Nebraska visiting. Wisconsin's defense has been really, really good, uh, but Nebraska just scares me. You never know. You just never know with them. I, I just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steer clear for them. So I'm going to take Notre Dame giving 17 against Georgia Tech. Notre Dame has been very solid. They have scoring some points. Their offense is excellent. Georgia Tech is three and seven. It's going to be about 34 degrees and cloudy. I think late Notre Dame will pull away from this game and win by 17 or more. May not be a whole lot more, but I'm going to take the fight in Irish. They've been good to me this year, so I'm going to give them a little nod there. So that's that's my lock of the week. I'm sure I'm sure it is. Play like a champion today and play like I picked you. Um, <laughs> some other classics this weekend. Wake Forest is at Clemson. Uh, Wake Forest nine and one is a is a four point dog in that game. Uh, that should be pretty interesting. Clemson can really kind of, you know, for all the heat on Clemson, they can still end up nine and two. They win this, they get South Carolina or nine and three. I'm sorry, uh, on a season, so that's not too bad. Uh, another line that stood out to me, but I got burnt by these guys last week because they played up was UNLV's only a ten and a half point dog against San Diego State. That was kind of interesting. Yeah, San Diego State's not designed to blow you out. Right. That's they're they're a they Punch they're twin. gonna max out at twenty four points and maybe less. There's some bad games, man. Oh yeah. Who's There's who's who's, ex- who's excited about Virginia Tech at Miami? What's that's gonna be <laughs> friends and family? <laughs> yeah. Five and five versus five and five. One Blake, coach fired. Blake James one coach. and Justin Fuente will be pounding yeah. beers together somewhere. Yeah. Uh, laughing the, at the proceedings. Yeah. The like 124th big game between Cal and Stanford, three and six against three and seven. Yeehaw. <laughs> it's a, it's tough, tough times here. One to keep an eye on. Oklahoma State, I think, still has a playoff run in them. If they if they went out, they have to go to Lubbock at the LBB, which crazy things happen. You never know which win, which way or how hard that wind is blowing. Tech is six and four. Not a bad team. That's a very dangerous game for the Cowboys, who then would get Bedlam. And do we think that the Big 12 race, we're confused. Is that double Bedlam are they getting? What is, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. They get Bedlam and then Son of Bedlam, maybe in the uh, uh, yeah. In the we don't Big know what they're going to get. Game. So that's a uh, that's a pretty big game. So 
those were all uh, those all kind of popped out. I don't know if anything else. What about the 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 coaching juggernaut uh, Steve Sarkeesian and the Onion Puller player uh, folders against uh, West Virginia, both four and six in Morgantown. If Texas ain't already quit, going to Morgantown might make them. They're only I probably should have made that my lock. Give me West Virginia minus two and a half, but I won't. I actually think the other way. I think Texas is going to play. I'm not going to bet on them because you don't believe in the monkey curse. I don't. <laughs> Listen, there are there are pole assassins and and monkeys all over Morgantown. <laughs> They'll be right at home. There are pole assassins, monkeys, and couch burners all over. Yeah, anything can happen in Morgantown. That is the wilds of America, and I love every bit of it. I actually think Texas is going to stand up. They're gonna they're gonna come and play, but I would not bet that with my own money. No, because same um, like I I I would be tempted like if this is David Cutcliffe's last stand in mighty Wallace Wade Stadium, getting nineteen and a half on a Thursday against Louisville tempts me, but I, again I wouldn't touch it. Boy, yeah, that, that, that there's there's nothing tempting about Duke getting <laughs> points Duke. at this point. Lee Cunningham <laughs> could run for seven hundred yards in that game. He could. <laughs> he could, but he's, he could also turn it over four times. David no Cuff, this last stand was in 2019, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's true. Oh, I would love to see video of you swearing at your TV if you bet on Duke on Thursday. I would not spend my Thursday doing that. Matter of fact, I will be in the Greensboro Aquatic Center on Thursday night enjoying myself immensely. So. All right, we'll be back Sunday to break it all down and mock each other and everything else that happens. I, I can feel it in the air. Something big's going down. Something's going to happen. I thought like the rest of the weeks haven't been, but we're going to keep it rolling. Just keep sharing us on social media. Tell your friends about us. Uh, we've had incredible uh, listenership and growth this uh, whole season, so we appreciate all of you. And uh, send us your uh, crazy stories. Uh, use the hashtag CFE. We're trying to be trying to build a community here that's the the buzzword community so use hashtag cfe college football inquirer and uh then you can all read each other's uh, we have a lot of funny listeners funny yeah we listeners, do we really do yeah. so yes yeah, really we love cool. that our listeners know what we love yes yeah we love that so we will talk to y'all sunday